morning and welcome to this reflection on Friday the 29th of January. It's good to be with you. I'm Effie Yates and I worship at St Peter's Brin in the South Hub. Our reflection this morning is based on the passage from 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verses 17 to 34. Order at the Lord's Supper. But the following instructions I cannot praise you for, for it sounds as if more harm than good is being done when you meet together. First, I hear that there are divisions amongst you when you meet as a church, and to some extent I believe it. But of course there must be divisions amongst you so that you who have God's approval will be recognised. When you meet together, you are not really interested in the Lord's Supper. For some of you hurry to eat your own meal without sharing with others, and as a result some go hungry while others get drunk. What? Don't you have your own homes for eating and drinking? Or do you really want to disgrace God's church and shame the poor? What am I supposed to say? Do you want me to praise you? Well, I certainly will not praise you for this. For I pass on to you what I have received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks to the Lord for it. Then he broke it into pieces and said, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me, as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink the cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. So anyone who drinks this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord unworthily is guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. That is why you should examine yourself before eating the bread and drinking the cup. For if you eat the bread and drink the cup, Without honouring the body of Christ, you are eating and drinking God's judgment upon yourself. That is why many of you are weak and sick, and some have even died. But if we would examine ourselves, we would not be judged by God in this way. Yet when we are judged by the Lord, we are being disciplined, so that we will not be condemned along with the world. So, my dear brothers and sisters, when you gather for the Lord's Supper, Wait for each other. If you are really hungry, eat at home so you won't bring judgment upon yourselves when you meet together. I will give you instructions about the other matters when I arrive. Amen. When I was confirmed at 11, my mum used to insist that we went for communion on a Sunday morning before we had had anything to eat. I never really understood why and when I asked her she used to say, It just gets you ready for communion. It was never wise to argue with my mum, especially on an empty stomach, so I just accepted it and went. However, I then spent a great deal of time trying hard not to let my stomach rumble as we sat there in church. It was only many years later when I was at college and we had some teaching around how we should approach the Lord's table that I realised what my mum had been trying to teach me all those years. It's what Paul is trying to say in this passage this morning, 
When we come before the Lord's table to share the bread and wine, we should be right with him and also those around us. We all come to our gatherings from different backgrounds, both church backgrounds and socially, and we may have different views on issues of the day, or indeed issues within our churches. As Christian brothers and sisters, we should be able to discuss our issues. I've learned over many years that a dissenting voice is not always a wrong voice. Many times I've listened to folk who may not share my views and been made to think deeply about what they've said. It's good that we can discuss issues and walk away as friends, even though we may never share the same views. People can feel marginalised and not included when they are not listened to and they feel they have no voice. This may be what Paul is warning against in this letter. Our Lord's great command is that we love one another and with that love comes an ability to listen and hear and understand just like we would do in our own families. Paul is pretty clear to the church in Corinth that if they share the Lord's Supper unworthily they are indeed committing a sin. We've all heard the old saying, we've two ears and one mouth, so we should listen twice as much as we speak. It is in fact true. Perhaps we should try to listen more to those who are speaking than they feel included. Decisions around all sorts of issues need to be made and followed, but things always seem to go better when we've all agreed on them and feel that we've had a voice in the decision-making. At the moment, we can't share in the Lord's table, or indeed meet as a church family in person, but we do still talk to each other in many different ways. I pray that when we do come to those discussions, we come in love and friendship, and that we are careful what we discuss and how we say things, so that we can be supportive and caring, and make all those around feel the love of our Lord, and truly included in the church that bears his name. Amen. And before we leave, let's just pray together. Father, bless us as we go about your work today. Help us to listen and speak in love. Guide any decisions we may be included in, and give us the grace to listen and understand, so that your will may indeed be done. Amen. And I hope you have a peaceful day. And thank you for sharing this time this morning. God bless.